Welcome back to the Take Control Podcast. You have Darielle here. It's Kim. <laughs> and Brandy. How have you ladies been? Uh, <laughs> Not the deep side. Yeah, really uh, <laughs> mentally, emotionally, physically drained and exhausted. There's a lot of family issues going on. Health issues with my family and me. But, you know, I'm alive. I'm blessed. I'm here. So I'm still grateful, still happy, still blessed. Love it. So, yeah, what about you? Same. Um, life been life in, per usual. I don't know ass. when it's going to end, but. Giving whoop that trick. <laughs> I've been just, again, blessed and thankful and trying to be positive. <laughs> I need to go to church. Football been messing up my, my church. I know. You better, you better uh, live stream or something. I don't know. I'm gonna have to because mm-hmm. I'm over it. Yeah, I feel that. So hopefully I can make it this weekend because I need to go so bad. You better go then, friend. Do they have like uh, evening services? No, oh. they only have one service, right? This yeah, I mean midweek is on Wednesday. I'm gonna say Wednesday at like seven or something. It's from seven to like nine, and it's like a abbreviated service. It's just everything's kind of like quicker. And I got practice on Wednesday. Um, Reba, do while he at practice. I'm playing. I would if it ended at when right practice timing. is over. Yeah. Practice is over at 7.30. Oh. But he has to be at, in bed That's at 8.30 early. because it's from 6 to 7.30. Oh. Sometimes 8. But we know we get up early in the morning. Right. So, like, that bedtime is crucial. Like, I can't even fuck around with that. Brandy, how are you? Um, I'm cool. I can't complain. Good. All is well. Um, yeah, I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, um, (laughs) you guys can follow us (laughs) if you want at Take Control Podcast on Instagram, Take Control Pod on Twitter. I don't even get on Twitter for real. I do sometimes, but I haven't been on my personal Twitter in like a year. You ain't missing nothing. I'll be logging out and deactivating my account yeah, all the I'm time. Like, it's not giving. So toxic. It's not giving. And you can also email us at takecontrolpodcast at gmail.com. So first on the outline, I wanted to highlight that October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, right? Mm-hmm. I just heard that. Why uh, did I think it was in February? You know, if I'm being truly honest, I don't know. I feel like they just pick and choose national whatever day, month, whatever. Um, but no, I do think I do think this is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, October, because breast cancer is in February. No, this no? is breast cancer because the boys been wearing pink during fo- for football. Okay, I don't know this. <laughs> I thought I saw somewhere it was domestic violence. I don't know. I remember we did a show in October. We did. And it was about. Unhealthy relationships. Why when did I we think first it was February? Recording. Maybe no, that was, was daddy issues. That was probably daddy issues. Wow. Yeah, it is. Um, well, it if is you guys month. didn't know, it's been six years, so I'm trying to remember everything because I definitely don't remember. I was trying to think back about like old shows and try to pick one that I wanted to listen to, and I'm just like, I don't even know where to start. I've been back and listened from the beginning, besides that very first cringy I ass episode. Listen to, I refuse. I would never that listen episode. to that ever again. <laughs> like, if anybody got through our first episode, I want to thank y'all because that was <laughs> fucking terrible. 
and that was our second time recording <laughs> right because we did it at the library and i don't know what happened we should have just kept that one because Dora was basically like interviewing us i remember I, why didn't we i think we don't like the way we sound we didn't like it i don't know we were so picky back then it's literally like having a child yeah it's crazy six years is wild like i need to sit up can you pull my um pillow yes oh in my couch okay. like six years is crazy it is it's very crazy yeah so in honor of our anniversary i wanted to ask you a few questions okay. yeah my first question was what motivates you to keep going with when it comes to the podcast oh Oh, I was about you to go on this. Yeah, I was gonna go on this deep ass. <laughs> da, 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 da. I was about to say because I don't want to go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I think that um, we have great potential. I don't think we realize our potential. Um, and. I feel like we sleep on ourselves. So, like, I'm just kind of waiting for us to get serious about what we want to happen with Take Control. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's what motivates me to keep going because we often talk about this. I'm so used, well, not used to, but I think about when we first started and, like, how hard you and I would go, like, with planning our shows and meeting and, like, really thinking through our episodes and consistently for two years or maybe three we was recording every single week mm-hmm. um and to some degree i would like to get back to that so like i know that it's in us to do it's just realizing our own potential so i think that's what motivates me to keep doing it yeah and it's therapy yeah it's for real therapy like just talking through things like some episodes i do go back and listen to and i just hear like my thoughts at that time and i'm just like wow it's like a living diary almost in a sense so that's it for me i think i agree it's so crazy because we really made it work we was at the library at the house we was at the house recording on the phone at the radio, radio station, station. Dang, we was at the, the place out east <laughs> that shit was crazy and then where did we go after that i think we back went to back house? to the radio station yes we did go back to radio and Cause I think the second time around is when Kanata and I got connected mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah, we've, yeah, we've come a long way. It's very interesting to see. I wish we would have video footage. I know, but it is what it is. Yeah. But, um, I think for me too, it is therapeutic. I know for me, like, I like having the proof of my growth from back then because I was a completely different person in a completely different space. I wouldn't say that like life still wasn't whooping my ass back then, (laughs) but (laughs) just the way that I handle things is completely different. And I definitely have the podcast to think for that. Um, Also, it's so crazy because I think I told y'all this. Somebody was like, I didn't even know y'all recorded. I'm so excited to see y'all back. And I'm like, we've been here. We just kind of like, I don't think we know how to kind of like balance like doing this 
in life as well. Mm-hmm. And like you said, we still haven't really sat down and really figured out like what our plan is and where we want to go from here. So we kind of just like going with the flow and just doing it just because we love to do it. Rather, mm-hmm. we have a hundred listens, five listens, 10 listens, whatever it is, we still do it. And I do commend us for like still being mm-hmm. dedicated. Mm-hmm. It surprises me every time when I go to upload the show how many people still listen. Yeah. So I was gonna say I'd rather have one person on there and it's because we like it versus us feeling drained and it's thousands of people. Mm-hmm. Like to me it matters more that you like the back end. Um but for me what keeps me going is just what's been built. Um the history behind it, the years behind it, um, me being intentionally picked. Um that's really what it is for me, because if I'm honest, it is hard to come here after Mondays, because Mondays are my longest days, and be here till like 10, and then wake up the next day, repeat. But I I still choose to show up and want to show up regardless because of that, like, it's that simple for me, literally, like, being intentionally picked and the history behind it and the years behind it and, like, the, honestly, the word intention, like, the intention behind it. Um, I think there is ways to make ourselves more known and honestly use the platforms that we have and use the, the friends and things that we have that can make it like, you know, bigger. Cause we have people that support us that, you know, could help us get into different avenues. But it's for me where I lack in my quote unquote motivation is just the busyness of my schedule. Um, and my job takes a lot out of me, not in a negative way, because I actually do really love my job, but it just takes a lot and requires a lot of me out of a day mm-hmm. um, for like seven, eight hours. So it's just for me, it really is like having the energy afterwards to, to just keep going. So, yeah, but I'm going to do it because I want to. I really want to ask some people that are like in business, like what helps them like keep going because I see a lot of people that are in entrepreneurship just say how like it's really hard and it's a struggle and it looks good on the outside but there's really a lot that they deal with on the back end that people don't know like how do you find that balance because I have yet to find it I think it doesn't exist I think I think that that's false I don't think that there's balance I think that with anything you prioritize what's important to you. Like when we first started recording, our days was Sunday to record, right? Mm -hmm. So I planned my life around for these maybe two to four hours, I'm not available. I'm Mm going to be at the radio station. And so for me, it's just a, a question of like, how bad do you want it? And just being honest, you know what I mean? And we have these check ins every so often, which you guys don't know behind the scenes. Like, what are we doing? Do we want to continue doing this? What are some of the things that we want? And and I do think also it's like also getting three women who have three different ideas of how it should go all on the same page. I honestly, I get de- decision fatigue in majority of my life. Now I get tired of making decisions. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm tired of making decisions. <laughs> so right now in this season with the podcast, I'm kind of like, definitely like going with the flow of like whatever Dario and Kim wants because that's just where I'm at in my life but like mm-hmm. I don't think it gets easier I, I don't think entrepreneurship is easy like I don't think any of it gets easier I think you just got to continue to work at it 
in this trial and error and you figure out what works and what doesn't work and mm-hmm. you prioritize it. I mean, that's with anything in life. So, yeah, I mean, I definitely think it would be useful for us to get with podcasts that we look to. And I'll be honest, like there's nobody local that I look to for podcasts. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like I would it, it for me it would look like maybe reaching out to some other podcasts that I listen to or like seeing if anybody, you know, if there's any kind of mentor opportunities or classes or anything like that that we can take that would be like, okay, you need to do X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So You know how some people have like little tour things like in other cities where mm-hmm. you can go. I would love for us to do that too. Yeah, I there's like um like Charlemagne, he has the his podcast network and they just did a um like a conference um earlier this year, like stuff like that. Like I think we would just have to get serious about really networking with people. Mm-hmm. People who can, you know, maybe intern for us for our social media, pe- videographers, different things like that. And also create a budget because it ain't none of this stuff free. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and I think that's probably also why we haven't like expanded and stepped out because that costs money. Yeah. I was about to say too, when we first started, I feel like I didn't have as many priorities yeah. as I do now. Yeah. Like life is really like, yeah, we're really adults. Like we're really grown ups. Yeah. <laughs> Back then we were still in our twenties. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, we have the time. Yeah. Now we work, we all work in multiple jobs and. I'm done trying to get degrees and got kids and <laughs> nieces and like pets. <laughs> so it's just it's not easy. But again, I'm really glad that we're all still here. Yeah. And we're all still dedicated and, you know, making the time. So I appreciate you ladies for that. I appreciate you. Yeah. I think the entrepreneurship ties in with you. And I know this from being one. You have to have a you have to have passion behind what you're doing. If you don't, that's it. Like if there that's your motivation is gone. Like if you don't find passion and purpose behind it, then it's just not going to it's not going to come to fruition. And it's that passion comes with trial and error because if you're that passionate about it, even as many times as you fall, you could fall down 9 times and make it one time. Mm-hmm. But if you have that much passion behind something, you're just going to keep going and you're going to keep doing it. So I think is that I think is whatever you're passionate about like that's why fitness and fashion work for me because I'm passionate about both. Yeah. But if I tried to go sell socks for a living, I would be done. Like, I don't <laughs> want to design socks. Or if I go try to sell Tupperware, like, you got to have a passion behind whatever you're doing. Yeah. I also learned, too, not to put a time limit on things. Right. Like, some, I think before I used to look at it like, oh, my gosh, it's been six years. What do we have to show for it? Yeah. But you hear people talk about all the time how it took them so long to get where they needed to be. Yeah. They just stay consistent and did the work. And that's really all that matters. Yeah. So for anybody that is wondering, like, oh, why do you only record once a month? Why are you even doing it? Because we fucking can and we fucking yeah. want to. At least we hear shit. So and I, it may look a little bit different now. And I share this with y'all. Like I feel like the whole podcast world is oversaturated at this point. Like everybody has a podcast, and that's cool. I'm not knocking it. Like everybody has something to say, but I don't think people realize like how hard 
it is to keep it going. Like I literally have a client who started a podcast, I think last year or maybe the year before, and mm-hmm. she recorded a few seasons and then she stopped. Mm-hmm. Life happened. She had another baby, different things like that. And then she recently reached out and she was like, I want to get back into it. She was like, I don't even care that you can hear the kids in the background. I don't care about none of that. Like I just, I want to, I have to do this. And she did it in her episode came out today. And I'm like, I'm so proud of you because don't people don't realize. And we used to say that early on too. Like, Every it seemed like everybody started podcasts like after maybe we were like two or three years in, and a lot of them people they don't do it no more because it's it's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. It's like, especially if you want impactful shows, it takes a lot of research. It takes a lot of time. It's not just hopping on the mic and recording. There's a lot of back end stuff. Like we used to sit and write and take notes and literally plan two or three days ahead of when we would record to have a good show for y'all so Mm -hmm. it's tough it's tough i agree um so my last question when it comes to like us doing our podcast like what are some things you would like to see us do in the future I want to do live shows so bad. I think that would be so fun. I'm so scared. I think it would be like, (laughs) well, that's the the next thing that I was going to say is I was going to say, it would have to be like where we had drinks in our hands though. (laughs) (laughs) And like, it's just us letting loose and being goofy and things like that. Like I want to do live shows really, really badly. Like that's like, that's why I mentioned it Friday night when I could, Mm -hmm. because I want to do those shows. Like I I just think that'd be so fun. I really do. And I think it'd be a good way for us to stay motivated and get our ways out there because it, it is nerve-wracking. It would make you anxious, but not when you got that little, you could still go. I think my biggest thing is video and events. Mm-hmm. Mm, I would love for us to get a video aspect to the podcast um, just because it... I think it would give me the opportunity to like, okay, I'm gonna get dressed and I'm gonna get cute. Like mm-hmm. right, right. Um, without having all of the anxiety behind getting dressed and getting cute. Um I I'm not against live shows. I just because I just can't be the one like doing the all of this that y'all see on the camera. Like we would have to hire <laughs> somebody. Like it's a lot of stress doing that and trying to record. So like, um, just being able to hire a crew or somebody to do live shows would be dope. I still love the idea of the, um, not red table talk, but we had an idea to do something similar Mm -hmm. to the red table talk Mm -hmm. and just more impactful conversations. Like I, I literally like, I dread getting on social media and you just hear all these people talking about niggas ain't shit and mm-hmm. women do this and da 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 and if you an alpha male and if you step <laughs> into your femininity I'm in my soft life like shut up like I just I want to talk about more meaningful things but um, current events and like social media content is always like the easy go to but I really miss the days when we like got deep into our conversations about life. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I want to get back to that. I agree. I love it. Okay, so jumping into some current event stuff. Okay, so I was scrolling on Facebook, and I saw this girl who I believe is married, and she was basically like going on this rant about how married people should not have single friends. 
and people were just like, I don't understand that. What is the problem with that? And she just kept saying, I mean, you won't get it until you're married. So what do y'all think about that? That means I would have to cut off half my friends. Like, I'm not allowed to be friends with them because I'm single. That don't make no sense. I feel like that's a that's a that has more to do. I would want to know why, like, because that has more to do with what they got going on. I would want to know the why behind that so I could rationalize it, Mm -hmm. because to me, that means I deadass could not be friends with a lot of my friends. Whether I want to choose to be single or not, I'm going to get cut out for it. Like, are your friends on reckless behavior? Is that why you feel like that? Because then that's that's the question of your friend group. Like, why do you feel like you got to do that, I guess? I would want to know more because don't, that don't make no sense to me. Because I wouldn't do that as a married person. Be like, oh, now that I'm married, I can't, I can't hang out with you. I would make that decision before I got married if you're a healthy enough individual to be in my life, period. Mm-hmm. Not because a spouse walks in. But if you're healthy enough to be around me in general. That's, that's interesting. Um... I agree with Kim. I don't I think this statement probably comes from single friends who just have poor characteristics. Right. As it pertains to relationships. Like I'll be honest, all my friends are either married or engaged. Mm-hmm. Like outside of like this friend group and a couple other friends, everybody's married <laughs> or engaged. And so Unfortunately. Just, <laughs> just put us on blast. But, She's um, not wrong. But I say, I say that to say like I gained so much wisdom from my married homegirls and I think that there is um things that I can contribute to a conversation as it pertains to my friends who are married you know because I feel like you know maybe sometimes in in marriages people get comfortable you know what I mean if as a single woman who is looking to be partnered sometimes it's encouraging to you know what I mean like I can encourage them like you know try this or try that you know what I mean like things that I would do because I'm look I'm actively looking to you know be partnered so I I I don't agree with the statement. Um, I'm not the friend that's like, when my married friends are having problems, like, oh, you need to leave that nigga. Like, no, I'm fully advocating for you to stay. Yeah. Now, if we're talking about, like, dating, that might be a little bit different. Like, I might be like, mm, you know what I mean? Like, slide. I don't know, but I, I don't agree. I don't agree with the statement. I don't agree either. I don't have much to say besides that. That shit was ignorant as fuck. So <laughs> yeah, it's giving something wrong with y'all. And with no explanation, it's just like you make a statement with no explanation as to why you feel that way is kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, I feel like she has said something about like they were like her and her husband was like seeing a pastor slash counselor type of thing, and maybe that's what they were told. I don't know. Yeah, that's giving you should have picked your friends beforehand. I agree. Or maybe some type of insecurity where her husband hanging with single people. I don't know. Well, that's what I was saying. Like, it definitely is rooted in something. And that's when I would be like, why? Tell me why. Yeah. Okay, so I saw this tweet and it says, people keep asking me why things ended in the last, with the last guy I was dating. I've been quoted, sorry, I've been quoted calling him a good man. So there's confusion as to why he is such a good man. Things didn't work out. Respecting his privacy, I won't share full details, but I feel the need to share this. Just because someone is good does not mean they are good for you. Even if they're good for you, does that mean the timing is right for y'all to be good for each other? 
even with a good man, you have to want the same things. Even with a good man, you have to be aligned with each other's love languages. And even with a good man, things can turn bad if y'all don't agree to love each other the way y'all want to be loved. It's things that I wanted that he wasn't ready for. He wasn't ready to give me and I was not willing to wait. That doesn't stop the person from being good just because you weren't satisfied. That just stops y'all from being compatible. Um, I don't I don't disagree with what she said. Um I think people like for example, my last relationship, I didn't realize the things that I wanted until I didn't have them, right? Mm-hmm. So like there's a certain level of care that I realized that I need in relationship and I didn't realize that that's what it was until I wasn't getting that level of care um from my ex. Um and we're constantly growing and evolving. So I don't I don't think that she's wrong. I think that people can be good and the relationship can be good, but you're not aligned. Mm-hmm. Right. So for me, I think it's important to now really try to get to know somebody before committing myself to them or for before they commit themselves to me. Because, again, like you just again, we can have fun. We can have those conversations. We can do all the things I love to do. Travel. Sex can be amazing. All those things. It, it doesn't mean that we're supposed to be together. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm just an advocate for taking things slow to really try to figure that out and really build friendships because I feel like that's how things end negatively because I just feel like when you're friends and then you get into a relationship, if things are going left, I think because I respect you as a friend, I could be like, hey, you know, I don't think we're aligned. Mm-hmm. And what Kim says, like purpose driven, like growing spiritually, you realize that like relationships also have to be purpose driven. Like mm-hmm. it's not just, oh, I'm with you because it's fun. Like, no, it's more than that. So I don't disagree with what she said. <sighs> Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I agree. I don't disagree because I feel like I've encountered like, like the first guy I ever dated. I dated him for like three and a half years, and to this day, I think he is literally one of the sweetest, best people I have ever met. Like, I have zero bad things to say about this person. I just was early twenties and was like, this is not what I want for my future. But like I said today, like to this day, I mean, I met him eleven years ago, and to, to this day, he is one of the best people I've ever met. Um, and then I've, I've literally been in relationships where I feel like I could always tell that they are good people in general, but maybe just not good relationally with me. Um, because I believe everybody has to find their person. And if it's not you, it's not you. Um, and again, there's nothing wrong with that. And to speak to Brandy's point, like I value friendships so hard at the core now because I've had two relationships where um well I don't I don't know I don't know how to explain that my point is my favorite style of dating and favorite style of getting to know somebody because of the relationships I've experienced is a friendship first because I didn't realize how crucial foundation is until my last relationship because we didn't start on a foundation we were just so infatuated with each other that we were just like let's just love each other forever (laughs) um And I value like having somebody in a platonic way first where it's really like 
clearly there's romantic feelings, but there's no romantic action. And genuinely, this is for me, I'm saying for me only, that is genuinely one of my favorite things is to really feel like I'm kicking it with like my best friend with male energy, masculine energy, that there's romance tied into it though. Cause it's different than like some of you look at as like a brother, mm-hmm. but I want that, that aspect in a, in a partner. Maybe it's because I had my brother growing up and like, so I, I value like being close to someone. I don't know. That just sounded really weird. That sounded really ancestral. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, I just, I value taking things slow cause I've done the opposite and watched things burn. But then again, I was in like a four year relationship where things were fast, but that really was like my best friend at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I, again, I don't disagree cause I feel like three out of the four partners I've had, I can recognize that they are good people. We just weren't good together. And then there's one person that I'm like, oh, they just be finessing people and they're just like not a good person. But <laughs> I'm not even going to go into detail on that because I'm not about to bash people, slander people, nothing like that. That's just something they got to work on. I'm sure there could be people that think the same thing about me. Um, but yeah, I value the f- a friendship so bad. Like someone I can, ju- I'm goofy, I'm weird, I'm quirky. Like I think things are funny that people don't understand <laughs> and I have dark humor on top of it. So it's like I value joy and laughter in someone so badly for that to be the foundation first and then the romance to follow because like brandy said if y'all if y'all got to sit down and talk about something y'all not gonna feel no type of way because it's like talking to your best friend mm-hmm. like people you've been best friends for year for years like i can sit down with y'all i can sit down with maya Liz, um sally caitlin and just be like hey this is where i am and none of them would look at me and y'all wouldn't look at me and be like well that's just not acceptable because we have a foundation of a friendship and solid stuff first like intentional friendship first I have a question after Darielle shares her thoughts. Go ahead. You said um, you believe everybody has their person. So I was thinking about this. I don't know if I believe in soulmates anymore. Really? I don't think I believe that there is one person on this planet that was designed especially for me. I mean, specifically for me. I'm starting to think that it's not so much about finding my person. It's about growing my person right because mm-hmm. like but do you think somebody can grow into being your soulmate yes like 